to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is the podcast where we have a buddy over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we chat about it. Yep, and we just watched season one, episode 19, which is called Adult Education, which aired February 22nd, 1986. Oy! Ugh. I was four. I was also four. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We have a very, very special guest with us today. She's a wonderful friend of mine. I've known her for... A long time, it feels like. Yeah. Um, and she's amazing, guys. Welcome, Jamie Lee. Hi. Hello. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> you're the best. No, you're the best. Yeah. She's engaged. I I'm am. Telling everyone. I have every time. I'm just. A, really? I just have to tell everyone now. Oh. Yes. When I she walked that. in, I'm talking to the, the world. When she yeah. walked in, I was like, guys, she's engaged. Um, do you just like flash? Like, do you do that? Do you like announce your engagement? Um, I did, like, right after it happened, it was like, yeah, well, it's weird, because, like, when you first get engaged, you do feel this pressure of, like, okay, how are we going to, like, let everybody know? Because there's, yeah. like, letting your family know, making sure that, like, some people you can text and it's not rude, but then yeah. other people it's like, how dare you text me? How would you not call? And, like, yeah. you kind of have to, like, go through oh, this yeah, weird, through that yeah. like, political, like, filtration system of how to deal with people and telling them. Yeah. And then there's the whole, like, social media component. I actually didn't post it on social media right away. I felt yeah. really icky about it. Yeah. Just because I was like, Did anyone oh. respond weirdly? Did any ex-boyfriend respond weirdly? No, but then, like, they're, like, weird. I, like, because I'm on girl code, so I get some of these, like, like MTV teens. Yeah. And some guy was like, no! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, cute. no! And I was like, it would never happen. Like, you're six. I bet, <laughs> I bet that he thought that if he, like, just made a video and sent it to you, like, you would go to prom with him. Yeah, you know? maybe. That's sweet. Yeah, that was that's cute. Cool. That was cute, yeah. So, we ask every guest mm -hmm. um, their relationship with the Golden Girls or their history with the Golden mm -hmm. Girls. What's yours? Um, I have a very specific memory. It's really lovely. Um... My grandmother uh, just passed away in November, oh, and I know, sorry to bring it down, um, but uh, there's a really lovely memory of being in her house in Teaneck, New Jersey, when I was maybe 14 years old, and I was sitting on the couch with her and my aunt and my mom, and we were just, like, watching reruns of it. Aww. It just happened to be on TV, and everyone was dying. Like, it didn't matter if you were, yeah. you know, a sarcastic 14 year old who's like too cool for school yeah. or my grandmother everyone was just like on the same page so, so yeah sweet. I have like that's a lovely. very very nice memory of it that's so nice yeah awesome. yeah Ugh. well yeah we'll get into the episode this was a great episode I'm so glad you were here for this great episode. yeah, yeah. Really it's a it's definitely a, a, a powerful Blanche you know double up on powerful Blanche <clears throat> the last episode was a Blanche engagement episode like Blanche is like uh -huh. yeah getting it this she's season. getting her storylines this yes. season yeah wow she's so um, fantastic she's amazing she mm -hmm. Like I said during the episode, she reminds me of my grandmother. Just in the way she, I mean, in a way how sexual she is, but because my grandma, <laughs> my, really, because my grandma was very, like, <clears throat> lar like, she was, I don't know, she just was very forward with everything, uh -huh. and she was mm -hmm. very in charge of herself and her mind and her body and everything, and she would she would wear anything, and it's just, yeah, she, she yeah. reminds me a lot of my grandma. The thing I love about Blanche, too, is I love that she 
she really solidifies that like uh, you can focus on my age, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like yeah. she's very. It's very empowering. Yeah. She's a very empowering character. Mm-hmm. And that haircut. Who knew she was setting trends for lesbians for years? Oh to come? My God. Yeah, her hair is <laughs> so pretty amazing. I always wonder how do you accomplish that texture where it's like really poofy but kind yeah. of curly, but you can also see the individual yeah. pieces. It's layered yeah, it way. looks. A, it sort of has like a reptilian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It's almost well, like scale. scale. Yeah, yeah, I agree. She's just fascinating. I wow. agree. Um, the episode it actually starts with uh, so Rose or I'm sorry, Dorothy is on the phone. She's been on hold forever trying to get tickets to see yeah. Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Um, Who I swore was dead. Uh, <laughs> yes. Always. Forever. I just forever. always... Uh, yeah, I was when like, he was when alive, was he alive? He Even was when he dead. was alive, he was dead. <laughs> I feel like Frank Sinatra, in my mind, was alive from like 1946 <laughs> to like 1960, and then he was just done. <laughs> he was just like a really... He was just like a really famous baby with a very deep Maybe voice. Maybe this is just something I saw on Saturday Night Live in the early 90s, but like, I remember Frank Sinatra had a duets album or something, mm-hmm. and Sinead O'Connor, he got pissed off at Sinead O'Connor or something. Or Who maybe, wasn't? Maddie maybe Sinead that was just an SNL sketch, sketch with, uh-huh. uh, what's her name? She just recently passed away. She plays Sinead. Um, Jan, not Jan. Oh, um, yeah, oh, yes. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, she was on Designing Women later in the season. Oh, um, yes. Ah. Oh, why am I blanking on this? Uh, Janet Mar- It's Jan. I forget. Anyway, we'll Google it. Um, but she played uh, Sinead O'Connor and was incredible. Um, and that's how I remember Frank Sinatra. <laughs> um, Dixie Carter? No, no, no. no. She is much later no, in the seasons. Uh, it's okay. Why did I say Dixie Carter? It's Jan something. Oh, yeah. Jan, Jan Hooks. Hooks. Jan, Jan Hooks. Hooks. God, that's a I said Janet success. Varney. <laughs> Janet Varney? I feel like... I, th- I feel like you were thinking that's of like Jim Varney, who's Earnest. Um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Ernest Janet Warren. Varney. He died of just, lung cancer. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Janet Varney just sounds like someone who works at BuzzFeed. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like everyone at BuzzFeed is named Janet Varney. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I googled it, by the way. Sinatra died in 98, so... Who did? Sinatra died in 98. What? I know. Yeah. I know. He was I mean, alive when we were alive. What are we alive. talking about? Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. I, mean, I know. I mean... He, I don't know. Yeah, apparently he was a dick. <clears throat> let's not... You know what? He, he's not here to defend himself. Not let's, not, let's not... Let's I not know. pick on oh. Mickey Bone yeah. Blue Eyes. Okay, we'll move on. Um, okay, okay. So, so Blanche comes in uh, to the kitchen uh, in like the, the weirdest kind of exposition. It just makes no sense. So she failed a psychology exam because yeah. now she's taking classes to get a promotion at her museum job. At her museum job, which we don't really know what she does. We know why? that she's like a party planner in some way. Yeah. But why we'll do you need later. to have a psychology degree to get a promotion at, at a museum? museum? Maybe maybe it wasn't a psychology degree. It was just like a class she had to take in order to graduate. Because she, do- she doesn't say it at the beginning, but yeah. she does say it later that she oh, needs to so graduate. Yeah. She needs to graduate, so this is like her last requirement. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. But, but they don't say that That did later. not feel established yeah. at all. And you had a really funny thing about... Um, Oh yeah, when she talked about the promotion at the museum, because like where, like how do you go up from yeah. wherever you are? <laughs> yeah. Like what is the like what is like other than being like the boss of the museum? Yeah, or like, like the what owner? else is there? Like I don't know. Like well, maybe it's like an accounts thing. So it's like before oh. she was in charge of like the mayonnaise, and now she's in charge of the mayonnaise because they're a little bit more priceless. I don't uh, know. Like maybe it's she's just oh, in charge I of you more. Said no, not mayonnaise. mayonnaise. 
That's what I was thinking. No, Manet. Like I just feel like being at like a museum, I feel like it, there's like the security guards, and then everyone else is a volunteer, and then there's like one person who does like events. Yeah, I have this neighbor it. who's yeah. a docent, and he like is a docent in LACMA or whatever, and he just gives tours around LAC because he knows a lot about art, but but totally for free volunteer yeah. basis. Yeah. P.S. Guys, if you haven't seen the Hollywood costume exhibit at LACMA, it's oh. been up for a while, but go see it. Meryl Street has an entire section. She's <gasps> the only person there. That has her own section. As she really? It's oh, amazing. yeah. Does she it have, have stuff from death, uh, postcards from the end? Not postcards. Uh, death Becomes Her? No. Oh, my God. No. They oh, I know. I know, I know you guys. No. Wow. It was like a lot of her more serious roles, mm. you know, but fine. Um, so, anyway, so Blanche is, Blanche is so stressed out. She's not Blanche is stressed psychology. out about the thing, but Dorothy has um, <clears throat> a line that is... That is I've seen everywhere in gifts. Like, it is like a major gift where she's on the phone and she says, No, I will not have a nice day. And she's just on the phone doing a thing. And that's one of my favorites. It's so funny because it's not a joke, but it yeah. gets a huge laugh. And it's it's her. It's totally yeah. her. Like, of course she's going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much in sitcom acting that's fascinating to me where, like, you you imagine what the script must have looked like on the page, and sure there are some things that will like pop out as like, oh, that's a funny joke. Yeah. But for the most part, it really is sold by the actor. Oh, yeah. Like I've been rewatching Friends. Sorry to yeah. derail. No, that's show, right. I've also been but I've been Friends. rewatching Friends, and I'm like, that line wasn't funny, yeah. but he made it funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like yeah. there's so much work on the part of the actor yeah. to make that stuff pop. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it really is. I have like a newfound appreciation. It's like this beautiful mix of the two, writing and acting. You know, yeah. Because like, you can't, because it has to be great writing right, in order for of them course. to get it. But like, but does the writer know? The writer couldn't possibly anticipate how awesome they're yeah. going to deliver. Exactly. I mean, I guess the director is kind of being like, "Say it like this." I'm sure that does yeah. happen. Sure, but um, there's an element of that. Oh yeah, like I mean, it's you know, just any, huge. Any, any of Rose's stories, like the, uh, she has this great interview. I forget where, but she was talking about how she was struggling to find Rose's voice and her response to things, and what and the director, I think Terry Hughes, said early on. Jay Sandrich, maybe one of, I yeah. forget, but she said. Um, she said to he said to her, just imagine Rose taking everything literally, like every comment. But she is doesn't understand literal. sarcasm. She doesn't get it. She just responds. <laughs> so like to her, like everything is literal. So mm-hmm. even like a sarcastic joke is like, well, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a and it's it's true. Like that mm-hmm. little piece of direction defined how this actress takes every single line. Yeah, even oh, that's the so one. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's um, yeah, and it was a really great thing to have discovered. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have Dorothy who's pissed that the, the Frank Sinatra tickets are sold out and she's been on the phone forever. Ever. Which I feel like to these days is akin to like when you like go on like the, you know, the website and the tickets have sold out within oh, three seconds and then sure. you have to go on StubHub. You're still, I'm still on hold. Like, I was on hold the other day calling TurboTax. Oh yeah? Yeah. And when they even have a callback feature, but still I was on hold. Oh, that's poopy. So it hasn't gone away. It's just on a cell phone. Oh yeah, the sure. Whole, the whole music. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Um, let's see what else happens. Uh, oh, so then um, we get uh, so Blanche is trying to study for her quiz, but she's so worried that she's not going to be able to pass. And mm-hmm. so um, Rose is trying to quiz her, and Blanche is like, "No, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm not going to study. I'm just going to like go down to the rusty anchor or whatever." And then Rose and Dorothy start tre- treating Blanche like a child. They're like, "No, young lady, you're going to sit. You're going to study." Um, and, uh, and, and, and Dorothy, meanwhile, has been trying to get tickets to the Frank Sinatra show. Somehow, she's oh, been yeah. dealing with scalpers. She's been talking with everybody. Yep. Like she's just been everywhere trying to. Because it's to her, like she really wanted to see Frank Sinatra, and she had tickets previously. Stan, her ex-husband, had bought her tickets, mm-hmm. but he had said he was leaving her 
like two weeks before the concert or something. Yeah, they, they got divorced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she got the house and kids, and he got the tickets. Yes, yes, yeah. So um, I just love that, like they're like you know I don't know I just feel like I'm they're what in their fifties or sixties, mm-hmm. and I'm like thirty, and I just like I would never put in that much effort to like see any band yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah, and they're like in their sixties, and they're like we are going to that concert. Like it's so useful. <laughs> and she's gonna get yeah. a scalper too. Yeah, I mean, she's like pulling some like. Like, she's pulling the moves I did when I was, like, 15. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Oh. You hate, you hate live music? Yeah, I Like, really all live music? Well, yeah, let's talk about that. That's yeah. fascinating. I, know, I, never, I hate elements of it, but I want to hear what you... I've never been able... Every time... I've, I've tried over the years. It's like me getting into olives or mushrooms. I just can't do it. Like, it's... it's. I go to a concert, and I'm just like, it's loud. There yeah. are lots of people around. Yeah. And, like, I could... Get this from a CD, right? But you have, have that, you, yeah, yeah. But have you see? I don't. I also don't like like places where like you have to stand for the whole show, yeah. and when it's really loud, you're really far away. I like intimate shows where like I used to go to Rockwood Music Hall in New York Ooh, City, and yeah. that's very small. Like you could hear a pin drop in Rockwood. It's just people sitting, drinking wine, that's enjoying lovely. music. Totally, and I it's had wonderful. that, and I had that with like the um, Beyonce played. What in New York? Small ball, ballroom. Bowery ballroom? I think so, yeah. Beyonce played Bowery yeah, it was ballroom? Like, it was during her... Oh, maybe it wasn't that. It was in Midtown. Hammerstein? No, Rose, Roseland? Maybe. Roseland, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. And she played Roseland. And it was a small venue. Yeah, you know it is what small. I mean? And I still hate it. I love her. And I still was like, I just want to be home. There's so many people right. around. My arms are tired. And like, yeah, I just no. don't enjoy it. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I used to really, like, pursue seeing live music. And now I'm just like... Isn't your mm. parent? My parents... Yeah, both my parents, they um, they had a concert promoting business yeah. when I was growing wow. up. Yeah, they owned venues in Dallas and did a lot of... Sh- I went to a lot of concerts when oh, I was that. a kid. And I'm now amazing. I'm just kind of like... It's funny because I used to... So I, I went to... A, I know that. No, it was really good. Yeah. Um, I... I grew up... So I went to this arts magnet high school, and there were, like, four different clusters. It was, like, visual art, theater, music, and uh, dance. And all of the... For the most part, all the music kids um, at the school were really into jazz. Like, there was a lot of, like, jazz quartets and jazz trio, and I just kind of, like, hated jazz. I was like, oh, it's so bad. Like, where are the lyrics? Like, I just never got into it. And then, like, years later... So many years later, I went to a jazz club with my aunt just to, like, appease her. It was, like, something she wanted to do, like, just the two of us. Yeah. And I was like, this is straight up lovely. Yeah. Like, it was. You could hear her. Mm-hmm. The music was good. Like, it's all about ambiance yeah. now. Yeah. Like, really I don't, is. I don't want to be, like, um, I don't want to be, like, overwhelmed by sound. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. want to, like, yeah. I just want to, totally like, enjoy that. people and then have the music there also. Like, yeah. background music used to be lame, and now I'm like, oh, no, it's the best. No, like, yeah. elevator music, oh, perfect <laughs> level. Best. Perfect level. vinyl is, like, elevator music yep. and show tunes. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally <laughs> get it. So... So Dorothy's um, trying to get the tickets. Dorothy's Blanche trying to get the tickets. Studying for the test. Blanche studying for the test. Dorothy convinces Blanche, uh, Blanche that she needs to talk to her teacher because yes. Dorothy tells her the story about when she was younger, she had a speech impediment, mm-hmm. and uh, she says, you know, it's easier for kids these days. They have Barbara Walters to look up to. Yeah, great line. <laughs> um, great line. Yeah. And uh, she, says, she says, you know, she had the speech impediment. She talked to her teacher, made everything better, and then as she's getting up and leaving the room. Um, you know, they're like, whatever happened to your teacher? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I heard she got married, opened a bed and breakfast in Rhode Island. <laughs> and then she does the classic stop and turn around in the doorway. Yeah. I mean, Rhode Island. I mean, this episode really is all about Blanche. And it is all about Blanche. Yeah. So she does, she goes to her professor. At this point now, she's failed her midterm exam. Mm-hmm. And she's like, basically, like, I'm having trouble. Can you give me help? And he starts making, you know, he kind of leans on the edge of the desk. You know, like, Played by Jerry Harden. Who, who was still alive. 
Oh, good for him. That's, that's all amazing. we can say. But I mean, he's a character actor. He was in a bunch of movies. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Um, it made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, it's just funny. I'm in this mode of like that guy, like who's coming on a Blanche, who's like a total ten. Like mm-hmm. she's so wonderful yeah. in every way. And then he's just like this schlubby idiot, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I could get Blanche." It's like, how the hell do you think you're gonna yes. get Blanche? Like that. I'm sorry, but that's such like just like straight white man confidence. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. infuriating. Which sometimes. is sometimes. Most of the I'm time. I'm even infuriated. Yeah, it is. I don't most, even get it. Most of the time, I'm like, yeah. "Where do you get that?" I know. I mean, it's I amazing. wish I did actually. And I think too is in this scene, Jamie, that you point out she's actually wearing a sweater. Oh, she's wearing a pink sweater with a sort of, like, aqua sweater around her shoulders. <laughs> because I feel like with the Golden Girls, like, every scene, they just want you to know that, like, something mm-hmm. flamingo-related is in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, she'd fit in perfect in, like, an American Apparel ad for, like, senior ladies. Oh, yeah. Well, also, know? she's wearing the colors of her bedroom, which yeah. is really interesting. Because those are the yeah, same exact She, brings, it, she brings a piece of home with her everywhere yeah. she goes. <laughs> um, so he's basically, he's making these suggestive comments, and she's she's not quite picking up on it yet, which I thought was interesting, because I feel like Blanche is always very aware of anything that's, like, mm. sexual. You know, like, she's, she's like, focused. She, she's focused yeah, on you're her right. education. You know, maybe yeah. she's focused on her She's education. focused on also, like, you would think that there would be a separation between, like, student-teacher. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe she wasn't trained to be, like, oh, this guy yeah. is, like, is, like, tangible yeah. in that way. And there are also moments where, like, <clears throat> Blanche is very, she can definitely compartmentalize her sexual life and, and, when it needs to be real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she's always kind of demonstrated that. So Right, right. You know. So yeah, it's not till he, you know, he's like, you know, I could give you my home number, you could call me, I could help you, and she's like, okay, and then he takes her hand, and that's when she's like, oh. You know, she I gets had a it. teacher once, not sexually harassed me, I wish, um, had a teacher give me her <laughs> home phone number. She gave it at like first day, it was like eighth grade, and she gave out her home phone number saying like if you guys are ever drink because her son I think had passed away in a car crash drunk driving she gave out her home phone and be like if you guys are ever need anything I know it was so nice but I also was like yeah, it was like, super strange. That's weird to yeah. me. Like, it felt very strange in eighth grade. I feel like you night. get it in the directory. Yes. Like, the school directory. <laughs> yes. That's, like, yeah. the official, like, you see it in print. But to have it just, like, jotted down. Yes. Going through, like, the paperback, <clears throat> stapled sort yep. of, like, oh things. Oh, my God. Highlighting all your friends. Yeah, or, like, your crushes. Just being like, oh my God, I can't believe did I have color code, too? I didn't color code, but I definitely did some, like, you know, stars and See, I did yellow for everyone and... I talked to, green for all my really? crushes, and pink for the people I hate. Whoa, you're so organized. Oh, yeah, no, mine was just, like, a mess. I mostly just, like, doodled on it when I was on the phone. Um, Can we talk about the scene where Rose brings in... I don't know if you guys did this when you were kids, but my mom used to do it. She brings in green jello that she's made in wine glasses. Yeah. Like, my mom used to make pudding and jello in wine glasses and, like, top them with whipped cream, and then we would eat it with a spoon. That's so fun. My mom would always put fruit and shit in jello, and that pissed me off to no end. I do not want anything in my jello. That's what what Rose does. And Sophia says, uh, if God wanted peaches to suspend in midair, he would have filled them with helium. It's true. Which I think is a very, it's a very valid point. So good. Um, Jell-O, guys, is delicious. I sure. still never had, I've had Jell-O shots, <coughs> but I've never just eaten Jell-O for the oh, sake of eating Jell-O. There was a cafeteria that I went to a lot as a kid in Dallas. It's, I think it's still there. It's called the Highland Park Cafeteria. It's been there literally, like, since Dallas began. Wow. Like, it's super old. Since Kennedy was shot. Since, yes. And, uh, probably, actually. Um, but, yeah, and every time I would go in, um, I was, like, with my babysitter, and I would, she'd be like, what kind of dessert do you want? And I was like, green jello. And I was obsessed with just the look of green jello. Like, yeah. it was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. 
And then um, it ended up just being like I wouldn't want to touch it. I would I would order it and then I would never eat it. And she still would order it for me every time. Wow. So I was like, this time I'm gonna I'm gonna eat it. I was like really convincing. I was like, no no no, no. like this time different. Cream on top of it? They didn't. No, it's just pure. Some people do that. It was in like cubes. Me off. It was in like oh, little cubes. cubes, and they were all yeah, and they were all like wow. on top of each other, and they were in like a wine glass. See, now Jello to me is like. The perfect thing to have when you're sick, because it's like cold, yeah, you know, your throat. It's really nice and everything. The problem is though, like it turns your tongue all the different right. colors, and it has this weird sort of. I mean, my family would always sneak in sugar-free shit, so it would uh, have this weird Mine too. What is that? Oh my god, all the time, and I was like, this is not good, but no. I'm told it's dessert, but it's nasty. It's not. No. It's like aspartame dessert. Right. It's gross. It's totally. Gross. Well, we were talking about that too. It's just funny in the Golden Girls how like. They like they're just straight up eating Jello. It's yeah. like no one has that as a snack anymore. No. Over the age of no. like no. seven, no, yeah, not, <laughs> not even seven. No, like no adult is just like <laughs> loving Jello unless they're in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Even then, I feel like they don't give it to you in the hospital anymore because it's like <coughs> it's yeah. like I don't know. It's probably it's not good. No, it's not good. It's like it's good. pudding. Yeah, pudding, pudding sure. Is good. <laughs> yeah, pudding is good. Is good. It's yeah. filling and it has, it's creamy. There's like a satisfying, but I feel like Jello is just not. Carrie's having a... I'm so sorry, guys. I'm sick. I'm dying. Oh, no. Jeez, do you want a cough drop? Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll you know what? I'll take a cough drop. Okay. okay, well, let's, um... This will be still so much of the episode. Let's, uh... Let's just plow through. Um... <clears throat> Um, so Dorothy was unable to get the tickets to the Frank Sinatra concert. She's still determined. Uh, Blanche comes home and tells the girls that she's devastated, just devastated, that, uh, that her teacher, thank you for the cough drop. I feel like I'm ruining the podcast right now. Um, this is them experiencing our life as a podcast. I know. This is real life, guys. I have been sick for a week. Um, oh, now it's going to sound like two weeks because we record more than one at a time. Um. She's dying. No, I'm fine. I might have chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so Blanche, Blanche is basically like, "What do I do? My yes. teacher wants me to sleep. What do I do?" Um, although there is a funny moment where they ask her, "What will you do?" or "What mm. did you say when your teacher hit on you?" And she said, "I marched up to him, looked him straight in the eye, and said." I'll think about it. <laughs> Which I was like, all right, that's the Blanche for you. Now, they're in the kitchen at this moment, right? They're, they're in the living room. Oh, they're or maybe the, they're in the kitchen. No, they're in yes. the kitchen. Yeah, and then Dorothy comes back, and she... So, well, Blanche... Rose is telling Dorothy about how she got tickets to Frank Sinatra. Um, no, that's yet? not yet. That's not yet. No, this is when Rose tells the story about the ice cream man. Oh, that's right! Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Rose is telling a story about how... She was sexually harassed, sort of. How did she say it? Well, yeah, she wouldn't, um, back in St. Olaf, there was a, like, an ice cream... Soda jerk. A soda jerk. A soda jerk who, uh, when she would order a banana split, I think he would form the banana and the scoops of ice cream in a, you know, a dick and balls kind of way. And, uh... Amazing. (laughs) And she would, um, and again, it's one of her, like, long drawn out stories, and she would, uh try to run home to show her parents the evidence, but um, it would always it melt, would always melt on the way home. Um, it's just like a really funny story, which also is like a weird... Because there is an episode where Rose gets touched by her dentist. Amazing episode. When she's oh, under I anesthesia. Like I that. I still think about that every time I'm at the dentist. Oh. No one has ever sex... No one's ever sexually harassed Well, me. how do you know? Because I've never been put under at the dentist. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've never gotten your wisdom teeth taken out? I did, but I was awake. Oh. They were just like, I got put under and because I'm a Mm-hmm. Well, no, 
So they're in the kitchen. They're talking about uh, Rose's experience mm-hmm. of being sexually harassed. Dorothy talks. Did Dorothy talk about her being mm-hmm. sexually harassed? Yes. Yeah, it was by a principal. So everybody, right. everybody's been oh, sexually. Everyone's been sexually harassed. But Dorothy's was the weird one because she talks about being sexually harassed, and then she finds out years later she reported the guy to the board of education, right. and then she finds out years later that she was the only one that was sexually harassed while the guy was wearing high heels in a corset. In a corset, which is such an odd. How detail. in that situation did she encounter him in high heels in a corset without <clears throat> noticing he was in high heels in a corset? Right. I think it was more like she found out he. He, I think, sexually harassed her while wearing high heels in a corset, but that should have been the main part of the story. See, I imagine like, her... What is that all about? But then later, she heard from other women that they were also harassed, but, mm, but none of them... Right. He was always never wearing a high heel. It was the weirdest It joke. was really a weird joke. It was very strange. Yeah. I imagine her, like, going into the gym auditorium to just shoot some hoops, you know. Sure. And, <laughs> and the principal walks out, and she, like... She's shooting the hoops and she's alone, you know, and then she hears this like click, click, oh click, and she God. turns around and it's like the principal yeah. in a course of nine years. It's so bizarre. And, me, and then she's like, no. But then she remembers her brother and how he's a cross-dresser. Yeah, no, she doesn't mention this in the episode. No. I, but but we do know this already. I just so. know this about yes. her. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so then uh, Blanche then goes to the principal of the school. Oh, and uh, I have to talk about this guy. So this guy, he looks like, what's his name? Tim Conway from um, the Carol Burnett show, uh-huh. but he's not Tim Conway. His name is James Staley. And I looked his bio up. He hasn't really done He's a character actor. Okay. Um, but his bio... It's so funny to me, because you can tell that either he, or maybe he just said it to his wife, and his wife typed it out for him. Um, <laughs> Jane Staley is happily retired from acting, capitalized acting, Weird. but still appears occasionally <laughs> in TV commercials, also capitalized oh. commercials. He is very grateful for the great adventure the performing arts, capitalized, provided him. He has been an Emmy judge, don't know what that is, um, I believe a voter. Yeah. Uh, is that last... anybody that's in the Guild of Voter? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, in the last 25 years, and is active with his two sons and their families. He and his wife, Barbara, will celebrate the 45th, 44th anniversary. This is an IMDb profile. Um, in 2012. Favorite pursuits include hiking in Alaska, oh Utah, God. and a seven-day oh. trek through the Andes to Machu Picchu in Peru. His wow. wife was like, I don't, like, you better become an accountant. I don't want you doing this, like, unstable acting shit. And then she just, like, updated his, yep. his bio. Uh, and she's like, he is very happy. Um, he's home a lot. Things are better. Um, the kids, like, know their dad now. Like, everything is just a lot more cohesive. We're a unit. Yeah, we're a unit now. We went to Machu Picchu. Um, we're getting the pictures back soon. There was a problem getting them developed, but I think we're going to put them on Snapfish. And, um, <laughs> like, what? That is exactly what happened. That's, like, the funniest thing ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, she probably just, like, thought, like, she was, like, in Gmail, and she was, like, sending an email to the family, but instead she just ended up, like, Updated his IMDb. Just updated his IMDb. I imagine her getting really stressed out and trying to figure out Wikipedia. Oh. Yeah. She'll, oh she'll get it. Oh, uh, but in this episode, also, it's a little bit of a dating profile. She's like, interests include. <laughs> yeah. Hiking. Long walks on the beach. Must love <laughs> Feeling our feelings. It's amazing. Oh. So we stopped acting in 1996. Anyway. So he was a very good character actor in this episode. In this episode, yeah, he um he has like mega Kendall hair. Oh, the oh. it's like 
it's blonde. It's in like that Kendall shape. There like, are just no left of... spaces. Yeah, no. it's very formed. It is so formed. Yeah. It's almost like it's like a snap-on plastic doll hair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like there's a hole it's in like his head. It's like a Mr. Potato it, it just, doesn't Yeah, move. Mr. Potato yeah. hair. And it just snips right in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so Blanche goes to him and she's like, uh, you know, my teacher sexually harassed me. And he's like, okay, great. Let's... Uh, and he pulls out a file on what sexual harassment form. is. Yeah. But here's the thing. So... He pulls out this form, and it has, like, very explicit sexually, like, things written on it, because he's, like, looking at it, he's like, oh, I can't ask you this. Like, I can't even ask my wife this. But is that what a sexual harassment form looks like? I'm sure. Also, how weird was it? So he opens the drawer, and they're all, he was like... Uh, he had all those files and they all started with sex. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah it was, was like, like, oh, let me see. Uh, sexual, sexual education, sexual, uh, <laughs> like, all these, se- what was, it was like sexual education. Well, it was, it was, you know, it was alphabetized. Sexual, yeah. yeah, but it was just like, yeah. he had all these, like, sex forms mm-hmm. in his drawer. It was so But, like, is that weird. what you would fill out? It would say, like... I think so. T- yeah. Like, what, did, what, did, what did your teacher, you know, ask you to do with him? Was it one, anal... Two, yeah, uh, you know, that would be. I mean, I've like, seen forms like that and things really? like that. And it, okay, yeah, when do you involve I think the authority? I thought you would have to like write it down yourself, like basically like taking a statement. Right, right. it was probably like terminology that they need you to, legal terminology that <laughs> right. they need you to use in describing mm. the situation. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but ultimately, <laughs> he tells Blanche, he's like, look, basically, it's your word against his, so I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. A man's career is at stake. And oh. she's like, which I'm like, whoa, guys. Yeah. Now, you she know has a mean? lot of really funny sort of like <sighs> puns with, not really puns, but like the way she uses sort of, so they listed off like the, I don't even know what 7B is. And then she was like, I do know what 7B is, and you can go do it to yourself. Yeah. And she walks out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gonna, Which I'm so curious to know, like, what, what Penny is 7B? Really? Well, see, that's where my mind goes, but then I was like, I bet it's like a finger up the butt or something. I don't know. Which I guess is. What? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> so. Um, they're back at the house. So they're back at the house. So Blanche gets home, and Rose is, in, Rose is in the kitchen as well, and Blanche is like, I have to tell you about today. And she's like, well, what after I tell you about my day? And Rose goes over this whole long story about how she was listening to the radio, but she keeps two dimes in the doorway to make a phone call just in case of emergency, and then they're going to sell gift tickets to the Frank Sinatra show. And so she pulls over, and she makes the call, and then she's the 12th caller because it's her lucky number, and then she gets tickets to the Frank Sinatra show. And, <laughs> and Blanche is like, okay, great. Now it's time to tell my story. And then Dorothy comes in, and she was like, I got three scalp tickets from a child. Which I'm like, that's horrible. Like, it's so illegal. She yeah. got tickets from a child and also like told a woman she's that she was Brooklyn. dying to get them. Yeah, she's hard. Fine. So she's, she's street. She's I guess. Street. <laughs> so Blanche is still trying to tell her story. Sophia comes in. She got tickets because she called Frank. Frank Sinatra. No, Frank Ariachi from the fish market. He knows Frank Tatorti. Who knows Frank? Who knows Frank Sinatra? Da da da. No, Nancy Sinatra. This whole thing. It's a really funny thing, Tina yeah. Sinatra. It's a runner. I and then it. Blanche then. Uh, she basically says, "I've never been able to tell you my story," and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." She's like, "No, you guys gave me. I think I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna." And then Jamie had a really good observation. She talks about how she's gonna she's gonna study for this test. She's gonna get an A on that test. She's gonna show him with her smarts. And then they do a cutaway shot. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and and the whole yeah, it was just like the most awkward editing. Yeah. Like basically, she gives a speech. 
and then it cuts to I believe Dorothy and, and, or and Rose. Rose. Yeah. And they're just like they had just have this like dumb dog look on their face. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't intentional. It clearly yeah. was like they didn't know the camera was on them. Yep. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it yeah. was like they're the like, worst uh, sitcom. Yeah, it yeah. was like not well planned. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I must have missed that moment. I'm bummed. So Blanche is in <clears throat> back. She's she just finishing the test. Yes, in the she's the only person left in the classroom, which means either it took her the longest to finish it or they didn't have enough money to pay for day two of extra. Oh wait! One thing I <laughs> they was had gonna, enough money. It was a hit. One thing I was gonna say that I love about um, like sitcom fights or mm-hmm. tension is that I wish real life was like sitcoms, and that like you know how like everyone was telling their story, and she like was like needed to talk about her sexual harassment situation, which is so much more important than Frank yeah. Sinatra tickets, and they weren't letting her talk, mm-hmm. and I, like in real life you'd be like how insensitive were you I literally was sexually harassed yeah. and you're going on about your tickets mm-hmm. like you'd, you'd hold you'd like not you might consider like not being friends with them yeah yeah. after yeah, yeah. that but instead she's like no I don't want it and then she's like oh okay well actually <laughs> and it's just like it's amazing I'm like I want my life to be that way There's, the sitcom drama is so quick yeah. and then it's mm-hmm. over it's you know, amazing I was talking something similar to that the other day where we were there, there was this sort of like um, the response rate on new shows on like Modern Family and all these shows they're so quick and they're just talking so fast yeah, and there's yeah. no pauses and there's nothing it's just fast and on these shows of course there's pauses because there's audience laughter and they're waiting for the people sure. to get a laugh and the bit and in real life if you think about it it's kind of like that like, oh that's interesting you know you yeah. do have that pause where you're laughing and you mm-hmm. stop talking about something for a second and then you go back into it yeah it's, it's, it, it almost feels more relatable oh that's mm-hmm. true yeah you the know? pacing is definitely sure. yeah. yeah well yeah. except for certain moments like when they get a famous guest star like when mm-hmm. uh, if you actually I think there I'm sure there are videos out there like Burt Reynolds comes to their door and I mean mm-hmm. the audience is screaming for I'm not kidding it's probably 45 seconds so Burt Reynolds is standing in their doorway, doorway nobody's speaking for 45 seconds right. basically I mean, what you're saying and he's just like doing that thing where like he's chewing his gum if Burt like, Reynolds came to your you know, door you'd probably be weight. like oh okay silence <laughs> maybe um, so Blanche is so Blanche finishes her test she gives it to and her the teacher teacher is all like I'm gonna fuck you now yeah he's like you know if you don't pass this and that with his like mint cable knit sweater he's like Mm. so gross and she of course is in this beautiful sort of like yellow poncho coat yeah she wore a lot of yellow in this episode a lot of yellow it's a centering color yellow Mm -hmm. and green right who said that yeah Rosie O'Donnell talks about yellow a lot on Mm -hmm. her Instagram because it's calming that makes sense Um, so she's basically like you know, look, I, I thought, you know, I thought about everything that you said, and I thought about what kind of person I am, and, you know, I just really wanted to pass this test, and every time I thought about giving up, I'd think about you being a creepy guy, and so I decided I'm going to get an A. Mm-hmm. And um, so she stands up, and she gives him the test, and she gives him a little bit more of, like, her speech, and then she says, and you, sir, can kiss my A. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Amazing. So, they're back at the house now, and Blanche is there, and she's just satisfied at herself, and sitting on the couch, and then all the girls walk in. And it turns out they didn't go to the Frank Sinatra concert. They went to jail. jail. Yes. Because they got caught. Which is not the first time the girls will go to jail. No, that episode's coming up and it's amazing. Yeah, it's um, really good The episode. one where they get arrested for being prostitutes. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, That's well. the Burt Reynolds one. Oh, that is the Burt Reynolds oh, wow. one. Yeah, it's yeah. In the, I think it's this season. No, it's <clears throat> next season. No, it's not this season. Yeah. I don't mm. think. But Dorothy um, has a great line where she's like, I did time at Attica. Attica's the, a men's prison. What? It took them three months to figure out. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were in jail because Dorothy uh, tried to scalp the remaining tickets because now they had so many because so many of the girls got them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is like a really good lesson. Don't scalp tickets. 
Um, and also, Rose, I mean, they're all dressed for, you know, Frank Sinatra, so yeah. uh, Rose is wearing this pink dress. Is it like scalloped Which she wears in a, I remembered where she it's wore it, so she dress. wears it in a dress, or in a, in a, on a date with Miles later on in the series. Oh, okay. I remember it, because I remember thinking, it's a special like, occasion dress. Special yeah. occasion right, dress. Right, right. And Dorothy, her outfit is used many times throughout I the mean, series. I mean, that is a bold, oh, yeah, that, that is a bold, a good that's a bold repeat, though. Yeah. It's so visually distinctive. I mean, I, it's the green, gold, purple. Yeah. Flowy silk thing. I feel like we've even seen it this season. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this is the first season. Yes, we've seen it multiple times this season. But, but I, and it comes up more in later seasons, I yeah. feel like, too. What's interesting about it, though, is, like, it is a bold, <laughs> it's a bold statement, but the thing is, is, like, like I've said this before, that that they, this outfit was worn, like, with us, it was worn a couple episodes ago. Right. But back then, it was worn three months ago, because that's when em- someone last saw that episode. Yeah. Right. It wasn't repeated. They couldn't oh watch on God. TV. People couldn't binge watch. So think about that. that. Yeah. Wow. I know, mind-blown, right? That is mind-blowing. It's amazing. So, oh like, when we binge-watch goodness. these things, we're thinking, like, oh, God, that's not consistent, that's no. not consistent, but it's like, they didn't need to be consistent, no. because no one would fucking remember. No. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Except for, you know, me. Except for us, many yeah. years later. <laughs> yeah. um, so we learn, uh, so Blanche, we find out Blanche passes her test, um, but then she finds out that the position at the um, museum has been filled by another woman who took, who basically spent the same amount of money that Blanche spent on the class, and she, the, this woman spent it getting like a tummy tuck and a butt lift or something. Money well spent. Yeah, money, sure. I'm um, getting my arm butt lifts. Bo- Botox. Are you really? Yeah. Is that what? for sweat? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is it working? I, I haven't done it yet. Oh. But I'm going to do it. I almost got it in the back of my head for headaches. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, you get Botox for really bad headaches. Oh. <clears throat> in the back of your head. Oh, I'm, so I'm all about plastic surgery. I want to try Maybe. Botox. Yeah, let's do it. You can come with. It's pretty affordable. Yeah, it is affordable. Yeah. You should definitely do it before the wedding. Yeah. 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 That that's way you won't sweat at all. Right, right, right. That's a great idea. Walking around being like, I don't know any sweat clients. Right. You know Hillary Clinton doesn't sweat? What? Doesn't sweat. How does she get rid of, like... like, That's what people tell. Like, people say, like, one of the things I always notice about her is, like, even when she's out campaigning, sunny, everything, doesn't sweat. Like, she physically does not sweat. But she'd have to, because that's, like, your body sweating out. Okay. Okay, we don't see it, sure. Yeah. She doesn't have anything. Maybe she does it, like, through her saliva. Maybe she's, like, a low back sweater, and she's just always wearing so much layering of clothing that you wouldn't notice. Ass sweats. Um... Of all the sweats. Of all the sweats. Of all the sweats. Do you ever do it in New York? This is totally off topic, but um, men are always very conscious of ass sweat, and and I feel like especially gay men. And on the subway, when you're sitting, you never want to have that swamp ass implant on the Mm -hmm. seat. So, like, I would always do, I would always do, during the summertime in New York, I would, like, slide out of my seat. Ah. So I wouldn't have, yeah, I was... <laughs> you would take oh it with you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 to wipe up my sweat. No, that's yeah. very considerate of you. I just didn't want to have someone be like, that guy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's very, yeah. Well, it's also considerate, so more people won't sit on it and just think, like, oh, it might be rainwater. Um, <laughs> so, can we talk about the, I mean, I'm not saying that you, like, sweat rainwater, <laughs> but <clears throat> one of the final lines of the episode, uh, and I feel like it's a really, really good oh, lesson... Wait. Also, I think it's cool that they were having they were doing butt lifts in the eighties. Oh yeah. I didn't. I thought that was like a newer thing. <laughs> no, apparently. Well, I mean, yeah, you can. I guess they had advanced techniques in the eighties. Yeah, I feel like a butt lift because isn't the Brazilian butt lift? Maybe that's like the new version. Oh, it's maybe like a less invasive version. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. Was no, it's like, okay. Like, I just, when I heard that, I was like, underwire. I feel like back then, like plastic surgery was like a facelift. Yeah. Like I feel like that was like. Yeah. Maybe Arthur got one. 
Did she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally changed her face. Look at her from mod to then. Like, in a bad way or in a good way? No, in a good way. Really? Looks totally different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she looks totally different from mod to Oh, yeah, for sure. Girls. for sure. Just do comparison tests and you'll see <clears throat> it was a really, really, really good face. Look. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, that's so terrifying. Yeah. To know that you're getting a good one. I, I want I want to take care of this area. Really? Right above my eyes. <coughs> I feel like that is so easy to fix. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, just put it in that. <clears throat> I feel like that's easy to fix because... Yeah, so you I should just, see where you're pointing because it's oh, a I'm podcast. Pointing to my, so that there's this weird flappy area between my Adam's apple and my chin. They call that the, the turkey. Is it turkey gobble? Right? Yeah. It's oh, not quite uh, a gobble. It's not quite a gobble, but it's like a. I just want it more defined. That's the defined, area. You know. Yeah. I just want to push it up a little bit. I yeah. Have what? I have some exercise. Oh really? That's Judy. Judy's a friend of Carrie's in from New York. She works for Entertainment Weekly and she's hilarious. Yes, she's um, wonderful. And she's petting my cat. Um. <laughs> so. Um. Okay, so Blanche, what did she say? Oh, so she Blanche said, isn't upset about not getting the promotion because you know eventually she will get the promotion, and that woman's ass will still sag. Well, yeah, no, she says one day her butt will turn to mush, but yeah. I'll always have my degree. Yeah, which is true. Such Plastic surgery isn't always forever. Yeah, um, and that is our episode. That was the episode. That was a good one. Really good episode. Mm-hmm. I love strong Blanche episode. And there's so, a lot of um, there's a lot of positive messages in there. Really, mm-hmm. and that gets mm-hmm. us to a really great thing that we do on every podcast, which is mm-hmm. called the golden takeaway. So oh. it's a moment or a nugget of some brilliance that you can either apply to your life or to others. Um, like a piece of advice or something. We'll start off so you okay, have it. Okay, um, but cool. it's just a golden takeaway. So my golden takeaway from this episode is I really like I can't wear baggy clothes because my frame is like very square and larger and it just makes me look even heavier but I really, really want to wear baggy clothes. So my golden takeaway is maybe I should embrace that and not worry about what others think and just wear my baggy clothes. Yeah. I think that's a good takeaway. Okay, I like that. Yeah, thank you. I feel like we need like um like a flute. <laughs> we need yeah. like a treat stick. <laughs> oh yeah, pass the treat stick. We should have some kind of something that we're passing around. What's your golden um, takeaway? Um I think my takeaway is um Always eat Jello in a wine glass. It just it fancies it up a little mm. bit, you know. And always put whipped cream on top of it if you're not, you know, lactose no, and tall. Can't put cream. So that's fine. But yeah, yeah. but do Jello and pudding <laughs> in wine glasses. It's like a yeah. fun, whimsical way to eat it. It's true. Yeah. A long spoon. Anytime you have like themed glassware for something, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Like tea, I make tea, and I have these cute little teacups and saucers that I use. See? And it's like a whole system that I have, and it's just really oh. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My golden takeaway is similar to your golden takeaway in that I just really miss, like, um, 1980s and 19, early 1990s diets. Mm, like, yeah. I just miss that. I miss low-fat, yeah. calorie counting, yeah. um, like, putting literally, like, chemicals into your body, but because it says on the label like sugar free yeah. fat free mm-hmm. like like a snack well brownie oh yeah. man yeah. I just miss those days <laughs> now we're in this like paleo whole oh. food yeah. it's so exhausting mm-hmm. I just want to go back to doing math yes <laughs> Yes. Oh I thought you were saying math. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go back to doing math. The lack of math makes me want to do math. You know, I still live by math. I keep a, I keep a there's a MyFitnessPal I know they app. have apps. I know. I use it, and it's really great. Mm. I, it even has a scanner on it, so I scan how much I'm eating. Really? Like, I scan the, lay, the barcodes on oh, foods, and it puts how much I'm eating into things, and it coordinates with my Fitbit, and 
It's great. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. That's great. I, I know that there are ways to count calories still. I just miss the days when that was what you, that when those types of products were what you bought to lose weight. Yeah. I miss, yeah. I miss those days. Like you buy the Weight Watchers bread. You buy the. Yeah. You believe yeah. in saturated fats are bad. Yes. You mm-hmm. wash your, cl- mm-hmm. like everything. Now it's just, whatever it was then, you just do the opposite. Yeah. It's like, oh, coconut oil is bad. Oh, no, no, no. Like now it's the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should be yeah. having it every day. It's just, yeah. I, I, yeah. I hate this. I like coconut oil. I use it on my yeah. Yeah, we know what good yeah. fats are. Yeah. I, I just I miss I miss that there's no such thing as good fat. It's just yeah. no fat. Yeah. 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 I don't want to actually do that, but I just it was just like such a cool <laughs> way to live. Yeah. <laughs> like eating jello because it's like no calories, but yeah. it's like all toxic. Oh, it's crap. like science. You're eating science. You're yeah. eating science. Yeah. But it's colorful science. It's fun. And science. you think you're like doing great for yes. yourself. Like that's such a I just miss the delusion. That's how I am with um with McDonald's ice cream cones. Sometimes, like, after a hard day, I'll just go get a soft serve from McDonald's, and it just makes me <laughs> so fucking happy. And it's like, I know I'm licking science. I know Aww. there's a lot of chemicals in this, but it's just delicious. Also, I, there was a moment in the episode where... calories. Oh, well, great. Um, there was a moment where uh, Blanche... She, I don't know. She came to some kind of conclusion. She's like, I'm going to re- re- reward myself with an ice cream oh, sundae. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a funny thing, too. It's like a mm-hmm. sundae. Yeah. You're going to yeah. straight up make, like, <laughs> you're not just getting, like, a little bit of ice cream. You're straight up, like, creating, like, scoops mm-hmm. with, like, toppings and whip. It's like, Nuts. that's such a, like, yeah. what a freeing time. And uh, women were just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to reward myself with a sundae. We could do it. We should bring it back. I would oh, love it. Yeah. Okay, so, guys... This was so fun. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh my yes, god, thanks for having you. Are the best. Super Where can people find best. you on the interwebs? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the Jamie Lee, and my Instagram is at really Jamie Lee. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and Girl Code, Girl Code's Girl on Co. right now. Yeah. Right? Girl Code's on right now. I think it airs kind of all the time. Okay. Um, and then we're about to go into the fourth season. We're shooting fourth Sweet. season. Yay! Yeah, well, thank you so much. Yeah. For doing oh, this. thanks for having me, Love you guys. It. I'm H. Allen Scott. You can follow me at H. Allen Scott on everything. Um, and I'm Carrie Doherty at uh, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. And you can go to outonthelanai.com for all kinds of Golden Girls fun and our Facebook page. And you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave us fun uh, comments and And we're coming ratings. up on the very end of season one. So for a special Golden Recap, we want to hear from you guys about what you think we should do for a Golden Memories Yeah, we want to do like a special end of season one mm-hmm. episode. So yeah, send us your ideas. Is. And it might even Facebook. include me getting a Golden Girls tattoo on my <gasps> left arm, which is what? in the works. It's in the works, yes. Designs Ooh. made, tattoo artist has been chosen, so it just needs to be figured out. Well, that's exciting. Yes. So thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.